Hello and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom and Eero. I'm Simone de Rochefort, a senior video producer at Polygon, and I'm here today with Christina Warren, senior cloud advocate at Microsoft, and Brianna Wu, executive director of the Rebellion Pack, for a 299th episode. <laughs> We're so close. Uh, we have so much planned for next week. I'm very excited. Well, I think that's why this week is going to be a little shorter. So we're doing a short show this week to to prepare you to gorge yourself next week on episode mm-hmm, 300. Yeah. Emphasis on oh. gorge. And also because we gave you like an hour and a half last week. <laughs> um, we did. We did. And you'll, yes. Okay. Well, let's get right into it then. So Monday, a beautiful day in, in the internet, Xbox uh-huh. series X and Series S pre-orders went live. And for those of you who were hoping it would be less of an S show than Sony, I I think it was somewhat less of an S show, but it was still in different ways deeply messed up. Um, I I, I will say this. I will say this. The fact that they went live at the time that the company said that they would go live that's the one thing that makes it not as much of an S show. Yep. It Everything was an accomplishment. Else, though, but no, exactly. But but like that's the only thing that like made it any mm-hmm. less of an S show. If you'll remember from Sony's sales going, there were there was so much mixed messaging about what day they would go live on and people saying we would have plenty of warning and then storefronts being like, no, no warning at all. Um, but yeah, so Xbox Series X and S pre-orders. Uh, what is the status of our show members? Who got one? Who didn't? I I followed. So I coordinated with uh, Christina the day before. And I feel very fortunate that I did that because I thought it was coming out the day before it was. And because of that, I already have my credit card information stored in multiple uh, like like site <laughs> vendors, like Best Buy and everything. So it just happened. I followed the Wario 64 link that Christina gave me a heads up about. Uh, I clicked it and I ordered it and it was literally done in five seconds. And I'm nice. like, oh, this is a great experience. This is going to be fine for everyone else. No, not no. the situation. You were blessed. So- you were blessed, and and I will give um, listeners an update. I believe as of right now, I'm I don't feel I don't feel confirmed until we're totally confirmed. But I I did get a pre order secured for Brianna uh, because of just the fact that I again I'm just not going to feel confirmed until we're confirmed. But but that should be for a PS5. Sorry, for PS5, so, right. so 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 Brie should be should be getting a, a PS5. Now I was not as um as lucky as Brie. I did end up getting a Series X, uh, but uh from from Amazon and actually also from the Microsoft Store. But I think that one might be canceled, so I don't know. Um, or I, I'm actually not sure. Like I don't have a lot of like confidence in that one. <laughs> and and I got a Series um. S finally from the the company store. My problem was is that I kept trying to go through the company store because we get a discount and the company store completely broke under the load <sighs> and uh, like completely and and it it took hours for it to come back up and when it came back up from what I understand I don't know anybody who actually got a Series X through the the company store so I don't even know if they had any available but it was one of those things where. 
I will, it's possible that I might um, uh, keep it. I might, you know, um, sell it to somebody who wants it. I might cancel my order. I'm not real sure yet. I was kind of at the place where because everything was such a cluster, I went into like panic mode and just bought anything I could find. So you said that you got the Series S. And the X. And the X. You got both of them. Okay. Yes. Wow. Okay. And you're ultimately, you'd prefer to keep the X? That's correct. That's correct. Um, okay. Uh, so, but, We're but, but again, over here. <laughs> yeah, but 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 again, I'm like, you know, I was kind of an, I'm in panic mode where I'm like, I I just I just want to get something. one. You just have I to just need so- win. You need I just a have win. To Christina needs I, a win. <laughs> I just need to spend money, and so that's really what it came down to. I just I just need to I need a win, yeah. and and I need to spend. And uh, uh, it's like it was one of those things. I was like, I have forty whatever days. I mm-hmm. I will figure it out by the time stuff happens. I think one of the problems with this and Sony's PlayStation 5 pre-orders, like aside from the vast confusion over PlayStation 5, was everyone in the year 2020, when we are stuck at home, is ready to buy a console. And it really seems like the storefronts and or at least the storefronts were not quite prepared for the massive, massive loads of, of traffic of people desperately, desperately trying to buy consoles. Um, I don't think we actually have numbers for anything yet. So we're not quite sure like what the the amount of stock that was sold out is. But whatever it was, it sure did go fast. Yeah. And honestly, this is the thing that frustrates me. And I would love to hear from, from YouTube's perspective. Okay, so I've spent my quarantine doing two things. Buying Nintendo Switches for friends and <laughs> not actually like reselling them. I've actually like not made any profit at all. Like I've, I've you know, like literally d- done it at cost. Um, and buying uh, way too many pairs of, of shoes, uh, specifically like Jordans. <laughs> like I've gotten really into streetwear, which means that I'm now very well versed in the whole bot underground world. Mm-hmm. And Obviously, people are starting to do them more with stuff like, uh, you know, consoles like you saw with Switches. Uh, I think that there was actually some rumors that the reason that the Xbox One X, not to be confused with the Series X, became like the best-selling thing was that some bots got confused and pointed to the wrong URL and then just started mass buying stuff for people. And that's why that became like a best-selling item. That's the the theory. I don't know if that's true or not, but that makes sense. But, uh, you know, so... I've become over the last few months like very entrenched in these communities where botters can kind of make it terrible for everyone. And it's just kind of part of the game. But it's given me insight into just how terrible the load balancer story is, which I I realize is not a sexy topic, but it is interesting. Uh, But like just how terrible the load balancer story is for so many e-commerce places. Like and I can kind of give a pass to like the Supremes of the world and, you know, Nike and whatnot. And and I, I can't give a pass really to finish line or some of the, the big outlets they should know better. But uh, and, and Nike actually does a pretty good job. They have a queuing system. But it's so weird to me that seeing what happened with the switch at this this, you know, pandemic, seeing what's happened with sneakers, seeing what's happened with so many other things, seeing what happened even with the RTX, you know, 380 that the retailers who are all cloud-based, I, I might add, and have the ability to ramp up more capacity, didn't mm-hmm. have their mm-hmm. load balancers together. And look, everybody is is open for this critique, including Microsoft. Okay, so I'm not I'm not saying that anybody is, is free from this, but it's just weird to me that how long have, has this been going on? We knew this, and nobody who does the the IT for for these shops has an actual plan in place to. I'm not saying that you could 
there might not be enough capacity to immediately ramp up and have everybody on at one time, but to at least have some sort of queuing system like what uh, Nike does with sneakers or to at least, you know, not be as terrible as the experience was. Yeah. Yeah. Or even crack down on the people that are selling them, like on eBay. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you could, there are ways you could do that, like stop the people, like they did with hand sanitizer, right? The people that are extorting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, eBay eBay could do that. And also, I mean, it takes a lot. And I get that a lot of the retailers who aren't like in like the the streetwear space don't necessarily want to invest in anti bot technology because it is a complete chicken and egg game. And you've got people who are willing to spend a lot of time to create the bots, and the bots are expensive. Uh, you know, they go for a couple thousand dollars for a good one and you usually can't share them. And so most people who are using bots in fairness are usually resellers. But, uh, you know, you could do things like, OK, limiting a one per person. You could be having, you know, uh, doing checks to make sure that you aren't having, you know, uh, multiple orders going to the same address. You know, I don't know. There's just stuff that you could do to cut down on things. But I think even the bigger thing is just the fact that the big, the most frustrating thing with both the the PlayStation um, pre-order and the Xbox pre-order was just even getting on the site to even try to check out, to try to even get it to load, to even try to place an order was almost impossible. Yeah. And I saw people tweeting about just like the general feeling of anxiety of like pressing confirm on your order of a $500 console yep. and not just not being sure. Like, is that $500 actually going to be charged to me? If I press it again, am I going to be charged $1,000? And and people are just uh, having a lot of confusion and anxiety over this uh, that could be mitigated. And probably, like, we we don't know how much uh, preparation the storefronts put into this particular launch and the PlayStation 5 launch. Uh, We probably never will. I would love, I would love, oh my God, if (laughs) there was like some kind of behind the scenes interview, just like not even a leak, just like a technical breakdown of like, this is how we prepared for it. Like that one grocery store in Texas did when they were just breaking down how they prepared for um, pandemic shopping. And like they did a really good job of it. I want to know what goes through like the back end of or or how or how Sony messed it up this much. Um, I did. Oh yeah, totally. I I did want to say before we moved off this topic. um, You know, Christina, I really so like when we ended the show last week. Like Christina just made an offhand comment. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll help you go find a PS5." And I I literally did not think anything of it. And Christina was like, she was like the predator hunting (laughs) down Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. Because I would wake up and and, and then like it's eight o'clock my time, and somehow even though Christina lives on the other coast, she's up ahead of me and she's texting me about PlayStation (laughs) bundles that she's found. And then like I'm off hiking in some beautiful park, and Christina's like, okay, identifying this, and I'm like, so I just wanted to say. Thank you for helping me get a PS5, which is why I felt so guilty with the <laughs> Xbox scenario. Because here's a here's a true fact. Like Christina's like, and I didn't get one on Twitter. And there's that five percent of your brain that has the bad thought, and you're like, Yeah, I scored one and Christina <laughs> didn't, which is the worst possible thing I could have thought because you'd been such a good friend to me. <laughs> so so I, am, well, it I feel out. so guilty. Yes. No, you should because I was able to get one. Amazon had it. Uh, and and look, I'm happy to do this sort of thing. I at this point like almost consider it like obviously I can't beat the bots, but um I I, I 
I consider it like a a challenge. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get one of these things. You know, it's just one of those things. I'm like, I'm I'm just going to do it. I'm going to find a way. Uh, and and I was I was able to, and I was happy to do that. Also, I will say, I hate to say it because I know how you feel about them, Simone, but Amazon's the only retailer who actually can keep up with the load and has their story together. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's true. Like their whole site doesn't go down, which is what happens with the other ones. Good for the, them. I'm glad it, that they're the billions of dollars that Jeff Bezos makes uh, <laughs> have gone to reinforcing Amazon's infrastructure for Xbox pre-order day. That sounds really sarcastic, but I'm not being sarcastic. But I, I'm just saying the fact that Amazon can do it does prove that if you invest enough in this sort of thing, you can because it's That's not just with, yeah. with it's not just with pre-orders. It's with anything like Amazon doesn't actually have these problems. Yeah, because uh, like you, it being sold out is one thing the site crashing like like GameStop's did or like or yeah. rather GameStop being like you must be trying to to DOS us right because <laughs> you're loading our website therefore you're banned uh that's a totally like other end worst end of the spectrum um Brie I I will say what you just said to Christina which was very honest <laughs> is going on the 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 tally for next week's fun oh, no. special episode Okay, just, that's just fair. so you know. Just I will, so you know, I'll own it. But you're also teaching me to lie. So, <laughs> no, no. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, it'll cleanse my soul. It's like saying Hail Marys by eating the candy corn. My my sin will <laughs> mm-hmm. be released. Yes. Well, yeah, basically. Hey, listen up. Let me tell you real quick. As my phone is ringing and telling me scam likely from Springville, Utah. Which of you is calling me from Springville, Utah? Anyway. Wow. More importantly, this episode is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. Uh, today's, this is so appropriate. Today's users yes, expect a fast web experience. <laughs> and they freaking do. No matter how good your content or how effective your marketing or how many new consoles you're selling, users will most likely bounce if your website is loading too slow. Huh. With real user monitoring from Pingdom, you can discover how website performance issues affect your visitors' experience so that you can take action before your business is impacted. (laughs) How your visitors experience your website differs depending on the browser, device, and platform they use, and what specific time of day they're trying to pre-order a next-gen console. (laughs) So you want to identify how visitors are experiencing your website so that you can make informed optimizations and deliver a great performance to those who matter most, your customers. Real user monitoring is an event-based solution, so it is built for scalability, meaning you can monitor millions of page views without compromising the fidelity of your historical data or breaking the bank in the process. Get live visitor insights today with real user monitoring from Pingdom. You can go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. And then when you sign up, use the code ROCKET at checkout to get an awesome 30% off your first invoice. That is pingdom, P-I-N-G-D-O-M dot com slash RelayFM for the 14-day free trial. And then the code ROCKET at checkout for 30% off. Thank you, Pingdom from Solar Winds, for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yeah. All right, we are gonna do what I'm calling a quick tick. And I think that this should be a new recurring ah. segment for us. <laughs> so let me recap for you. 
last Wednesday, we recorded a show and we said, yeah, Walmart or rather or- Oracle and Walmart, but mostly Oracle. They, they want to buy the TikTok. TikTok will get the TikTok will sell to them. But we're still waiting to see what Trump will say. Well, like, folks, Friday, Trump said that TikTok would be banned from the App Store on Sunday because he didn't like that deal. On Saturday, Trump said he approved of the concept Note the concept of the Oracle bid and extended the ban deadline to September 27th. He also said something else horrible about how he wanted the companies to contribute $5 billion to a history project because he's upset about New York Times 1619 project being taught in schools. Wow, that's terrible. He's racist. Now, as of today, it is Wednesday, September 23rd. Who knows what will happen by the time you hear this. ByteDance says it has 80% ownership over TikTok Global, with Walmart and Oracle holding 20%. Meanwhile, Oracle and Walmart also today said that Americans will hold the majority stakes in the company. Seems like uh, two different things that are being said. And uh, as of today, of course, it is very likely, according to, to articles that are being written in China, Uh, that China will reject the deal. They have called it appalling, basically. And as of this evening, mere hours ago, TikTok has filed for an injunction to stop the app from being banned. (sighs) So, in conclusion... same as last week, actually. Nothing has changed. Nobody knows say, what's going on. I was going to say, in conclusion, nothing has changed. The saga continues to tick on or hey. talk on. Hey. And that's yeah. your quick tick. Um, I will also note that we haven't really talked about it, but WeChat is being faced with this exact same problem. And a judge in California on Sunday uh, basically blocked WeChat from being well, blocked shut, to shut download. Down. Right. Uh, it blocked the block. It blocked the ban, rather. Oh, wow. Um, and I think that that, like, TikTok is a huge deal just in, in terms of its media profile and user base and everything. But when it comes to WeChat, because it's, like, one of the only state-sanctioned apps, uh, chat apps in China, and a lot, a lot, a lot of people use it to keep in touch with their families around the world, uh, banning that to me, is hugely just unethical. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I just wanted to mention that that is also a part of the conversation. Um, and that with this continued splintering of our internet, I think our reality will also continue to splinter. <laughs> and it sucks. <sighs> Any final thoughts on today's quick tick? No. Nope. Beautiful. This episode of Rocket is also brought to you by Eero. <laughs> These days, your house isn't just your home. It is a, a trap. <laughs> it's an office. <laughs> it's a school. It's a movie theater. It's a restaurant. It's where you live, sleep, and die. All of these activities, except maybe dying, put more of a strain on your Wi-Fi. It's not good enough if your Wi-Fi is okay in the living room and great in the kitchen, not great in the bedroom. That's not good enough for today. You want great Wi-Fi in your whole house, right? That's why you need Eero. Now, Bree, you you are working from home and doing important things, and you have Eero. What do you like about it? Uh, I love it because it is super simple to set up. Um, we've got 
for the repeaters. And my house is like really weirdly shaped. Like we've got, uh, you know, the office where the router is. But, you know, the bedroom is really, really far from here, as is like the backyard. So uh, we have the Eero repeater stations all around our house. It's super simple if I'm playing NBA Jam in the retro room or surfing the internet late at night in the bedroom. It's all perfect. It's easy to set up. It's secure. Um, it's just, it's, it's one of those great products that it's, you just get it and completely forget about. She's surfing. All right. Uh, Words. Were you going to say something, Christina? I thought I heard your little squeak. I I, I, I did squeak. I was just saying surfing. I was just thinking, I wish I had a retro room. That's all. (laughs) It, it's a whole room full of like uh, like ancient arcade machines and like NES which is my, and 16-bit w- era stuff. W- yeah. Which is my dream. My dream in life has been to have a video game museum in my house, ideally with each console connected to a TV of its same vintage. That right. is oh like my, my gosh. That, that is my ultimate fantasy, honestly. Um, I, I don't think it'll – well, I don't know. I Hopefully that'll happen someday because I've been keeping a bunch of stuff in my mom's basement for exactly this purpose – since I was a child. You could donate it to the Brianna Wu Memorial uh, Retro <laughs> Museum. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk later. All right. Eero covers your home in fast, reliable Wi-Fi, so you can be on a work call. The kids can be remote learning. Someone is streaming the Netflix videos all at the same time with no buffering. And it's fast and easy to set up. You just plug it into your modem, and you're good to go. And then you manage it from a super simple app. Uh, we are asking a lot of our Wi-Fi. Eero can help yours do more. Go to eero.com slash rocket and enter the code rocket at checkout to get free next day shipping with your order. That's eero.com slash rocket code rocket at checkout to get your Eero delivered with free next day shipping. Eero.com slash rocket code rocket. Thanks to Eero for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right. Uh, we have a second Microsoft topic this week because guess yeah. what happened? They are listening to our show, man. They heard me say that they're not sexy and then they became sexy. Uh, they did the other thing that I called them out for a phone. The phone. Oh, I said they didn't have a <laughs> phone. And then they were like, oh, we have a phone. You silly, silly person. You silly podcaster. We got a phone. And then Bree said, Xbox, Microsoft just doesn't have any interesting first-party games to me right now. And then Microsoft went and acquired ZeniMax and Bethesda. (laughs) 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 So TikTok, they do not have, uh, but they do have Doom, The Elder Scrolls, and Fallout. Um, So this, it, it doesn't solve every problem, um, but it is a big and interesting and I think ultimately lucrative for everyone move. Uh, as Chris Plant pointed out when he wrote about this for Polygon, disclosure, the website I work for, uh, Microsoft just has a really good distribution system. And they've basically said F you to like to su- the super intense sandboxing. Uh, you know, they brought Game Pass to PC. They're releasing first party games for Switch. And it seems like they're just more interested in rather than exclusivity and just like being able you being able to play their games anywhere. So I doubt we'll necessarily see anything more than timed exclusives for Bethesda games in the future. 
Um, but and and also Bethesda has two games that are still limited limited exclusives for the PS5 that predate this particular acquisition. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think of this deal? I don't want to be Debbie Downer. Um, you don't like is, Bethesda is, games, do you? <laughs> I I don't, and you know this is this is just my opinion. But uh, I one of the reasons I like Mass Effect more than say uh, you know Elder Scrolls is. Yeah, Mass Effect, every single area of that game was designed by a level artist. The the lighting was carefully set by hand. They put, you know, triggers throughout the environment that, you know, that thing where you're walking down like a, a, a window will explode or you'll see some particle effects or some like news thing will come on. That's all. It's a very curated, designed experience. Um, when it comes to Bethesda games, they are... They they do the gameplay better generally, but the world just feels very large and 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 procedurally generated. Just to be honest, like the there are small areas that are designed, but most of the world is just PCG. Something that I understand it has a place for. I just don't emotionally resonate with it. So um, like like a lot of people love what Bethesda does more power to them. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. It's just, this is like the big developer in games that just doesn't do work that I'm generally interested in. I think that's fair. They do have a very specific, like, especially with their open world RPGs, like it's a very specific aesthetic and gameplay style. Uh, I personally am not also into them. I will say that their doom is very fun, Uh, but that's a totally different kind of game. (laughs) So I'm actually like the weird odd one out here. I love Fallout so much. And I mean, obviously the the tactics terrible, but but I love Fallout so much. And I like Doom. Doom is fun. I don't play like a lot of that, but I do. I mean, I think your critiques are completely accurate, but I, I don't know. Like Fallout is just one yeah, of those. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I hear you and you're right, but also <laughs> so many people are. And, and I think you get this from fans of Bethesda games. They're like, yes. I know, and yet I am buying Skyrim for the fifth console that it's <laughs> yes, releasing exactly. on. <laughs> right, I was like, I was gonna say, like Skyrim changed a lot of things. Fallout is one of my favorite series ever, and uh, you know the the stuff that they they did with that game, you know, is, is really groundbreaking. Um, you're right in terms of the stuff being kind of like you know uh, procedurally generated. Three, I, I think that's a fair uh, critique. But yeah, again, like I just I'm I'm a fan of the games. I think the bigger thing though what I take from this acquisition uh, with the disclosure that obviously I work at Microsoft. I didn't know anything about this. I don't work on Xbox. I don't have any insights into that. These opinions are my own, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like really this is to your point, Simone, about the strategy being less about, okay, we need you to be on this specific device, Mm. but we want you to be on our ecosystem. And I think, I think that the ecosystem becomes Game Pass, right? And, and the fact that these games are going to be day one on Game Pass, obviously with any exceptions for any, you know, predated PS5 limited exclusives. And, and I don't even think those were like exclusive exclusives. So I would not be surprised to see those show up on Game Pass, whether it's for PC or whether they make their way to the Xbox or whatever the case may be. Um, That's just uh, my, like, theory. I have no insight into that. But I think the fact that the rest of the games are going to be, like, day one Game Pass releases and they are going to be there for the future does a lot for maybe not uh, you and Brie, but for a lot of kind of, I would say, mainstream gamers, people Mm who aren't buying games every single week or every single month and are looking at, okay, how am I going to budget what I do? 
makes this very attractive to say, in addition to having the the EA stuff and in addition to having the other first party titles, now you have this really big studio that has these games that you're also going to get. And uh, that continues to make that more compelling. And by extension, that makes the platform, whether you're on a PC or you're on you know, xCloud or you're on a console or whatever the case may be, that or, or a phone if you're using, you know, like Android uh, and, and maybe eventually iOS, like it makes it that much more of a compelling experience or not maybe not a compelling experience, but a compelling purchase decision. So, yeah, I mean, I think that for, for, from that perspective, like if you look at, you know, the Xbox approaches to say we want everybody to subscribe to Game Pass versus we want to get as many exclusive exclusives as we can so that people buy our low margin console. Yeah. You know, I think that, that this definitely plays into that strategy of we want as many people as possible to sign up for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like as a business decision, it's a like uh, normal people know Fallout, they know Doom. And I mean, it, it certainly gives Microsoft like a set of titles and credibility for their new console. Like all of us agree they did not do well with exclusives for the last gen. This no. is a, it's a, it's a, it's an aggressive play that makes sense. There, there are rumors out there, uh, un, unsubstantiated, but there are rumors that they are looking at buying Sega, something I think that would make a lot of sense if they were able to do that. Um, I'm just saying for me personally, the titles that get me excited about buying um, something, it's it's more story-based. And right. uh, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's Bethesda has been on a really bad role lately. Fallout 76, I finally caved in and bought it. Oh, no. It was as bad as that? everyone said. Because I, it's a it's a pandemic, Simone. Okay, fair <laughs> I enough. I needed something fair. to do. Okay, but add that to my really, grievance list. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's bad. And, and I... I don't know. I they need to maybe with this they can make a really big uh investment in updating the engine which yeah. you know has not been touched in I think there's parts of it I read that actually reference the work from Taggerfall back wow. in the 90s. So Yeah, no, I mean I think that's a good point. I would say too I mean, because I, I I think that you make a good point, but I kept thinking about something Simone said last week, and I thought about it actually a lot, and I thought about it a lot when this deal was announced. And Simone, you, you made the comment that, like, the new best console is the PC. And I think that, at least for this generation, we're still super early, and we have no idea how this is going to play out. But I think that there's some truth to that. I think that there is, like, some some truth to the kind of the, you know, I'm not going to use the term because it, I don't like it, but, you know, like the the PC, you know, kind of like, you know, domination kind of mm-hmm. space. Like, it's, it's kind of come back around uh, a little bit. And with more and more people being able to get gaming PCs at a lot of different price points, um, with uh, the fact that now you do still have console exclusives, but even with console exclusives, it's very common that those will still be released for PC, makes it, again, something where if you're making kind of a business decision, irrespective of like what team you're on for for a gaming console, and I say this as somebody who is a console fan, like I, I prefer consoles to PCs, but I do feel like the PC is becoming increasingly the central place to play games uh, for a lot of reasons. And this definitely benefit like there there's some benefit to that uh with with this sort of you know um acquisition yeah, i think definitely with with microsoft releasing games equally on xbox and pc like the option the best option i could 
think of if I were a person who enjoyed playing games on PC would be a decent PC plus a Switch Lite. And then you're getting pretty much everything minus yeah. the Sony exclusives, which like if if that's what you want, then you're going to get the, the PlayStation anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, what are we doing this week? <laughs> well, we, we have one final thing. Pop. Oh, shoot. I forgot about it. Oh, God. <laughs> very quick. Very quick. What is this quick. thing that you want to talk about? <laughs> so I am surfing Twitter and I see, I hope I can say this on the oh, show. No. Um, I, think I, I hope I, I could. I hope so. I hope I could say this. We'll find out. Um, if there are any kids around, you might want to do earmuffs right now. So I see this tweet from Christina and this is the tweet. It looks like a flashlight. <laughs> it's a woman holding uh, like a cylinder. And I'm like, what is she talking about? And it turns out this is like some amazing technology. We have a brand new technology and it's called, it's, it's a burrito push pop. <gasps> so the idea is, the idea is like you're going about your life around in New York and you, uh, you're carrying around a giant plastic tube with you. And you can just plop your Chipotle burrito in there and then you just screw it up as you're going. And then the burrito comes up and you can just eat it as messily as you want. And it looks disgusting. <laughs> so Thank goodness. Christina, do you have any thoughts about that? It looks like a flashlight. Gizmodo yeah. uh, has covered this. The headline is, The Burrito Pop Will Ensure You're Only a Mess on the Inside. <laughs> <laughs> and and after I sent my tweet, I did check the comments. And the first comment also said exactly what I said. So I felt vindicated. And I actually sent a text to my former coworkers. I didn't send one to the author of the post, although I should have. I tagged him in my tweet. But I sent a post to Alex Kranz. And I was like, Alex, I was like, does, does Andrew know that the... Have you told Andrew that this looks like, you know, a, a flashlight? And she was like, oh, he's aware. We've told him. So oh. apparently, apparently everyone in the Gizmodo newsroom has told him this. And I'm I'm kind of hoping that the, the headline was intentional and that it was just kind of hoping to kind of go without saying what it looks like. It totally is. Also, I'm just going to say I do. I'm agreeing with Brie. Like, I think a thermos for burrito, truly amazing technology. How did we survive this many, <laughs> you know, thousands hefty, of years uh, about it? Not to criticize, not to be a Debbie Downer on the burrito push pop. It's a pretty large item to carry around with you just for the sake of eating, I assume, spontaneously a burrito. Right. Wow. I, you know, it's a yeah. 1.0 version. It's going to get thinner, lighter, and cheaper because it's also $50 <laughs> right now. And $50? I, it's $50? I just say, you can't it's be. $50? It is $50. You, oh, my you God. You can't be on the bleeding edge of technology without making some investments. A, like, that's very on, true. B, I know? need Christina to elaborate on the tone of voice that she just used <laughs> when exclaiming about it being $50. Was that a positive <clears throat> or a negative tone? Because I'm very <clears throat> worried that, that, about that, you. No, that's a shock. I cannot believe that that is actually $50. And I say this as someone who quite literally flushes money down the toilet on dumber stuff than this on a daily basis. And even I am saying, are you freaking kidding me? How can this like thing like P, you know, PVC plastic be $50? Okay, well, if you want to complain, why don't you go out and invent the burrito push pop? I'd like to see you do better. Uh, okay, fair. There. All right. I, I, grievances. I'm probably grievances shaken. for next week. <laughs> um, actually, I'll put the call out right here on the show. Uh, if you are listening to this right now and you have a grievance 
preferably a funny grievance. Like if it's like, Simone's laugh is really annoying. I would say your voice is freaking annoying. Why do you talk like that? Um, <laughs> if you have a grievance for us, please tweet it at the official Rocket account, um, which is, I believe, at, oh, I'm going to be tested. Und- underscore, underscore Rocket. Rocket FM. Correct. At underscore Rocket FM. Uh, because we will be using those next week when we decide how much candy corn we each have to eat so if you've gotten to this part of this show we'll see there's no tweets um okay anyway wow okay that was a very good dessert thank you both of you oh i just wanted to add to the discourse oh you've done it (laughs) grievance for that um hey brie what else are you doing this week uh, we're planning a show 300, which is going to be huge. We've got ads coming out, uh, and I'm playing an awesome game on uh, PS4 called uh, 13 Sentinels. It's by Vanillaware, which you may know is that that uh, that Japanese company that does the the games with the absurdly large boobs, um, like uh. Dragon's Crown. But they they put out they they do this beautiful um, watercolor style. And they actually walked it back and did a, um, it's a very nuanced uh, science fiction uh, sort of visual novel game about um, 13 people, uh, I don't want to spoil it, 13 high school kids uh, that are in a science fiction plot. And it's very, very well written. It's beautifully done. It's emotionally powerful. Um, and it's it's like literally the opposite of The Division or The Avengers <laughs> or some game like that. So I'm enjoying that in quite a bit. That's great. Christina, what are you doing this week? So I am, as we are recording this, I'm a, uh, about two and a half hours away from heading into the office for day slash night two of Microsoft Ignite. So me and my co-host Seth Juarez are doing our best, our best time zone shtick. So uh, yeah, I, that my call time is 9.30 um, uh, p.m. And then I will be leaving around 8 something a.m. So <laughs> uh, long day. It's fine. Are you calling your segments Ignite at night? Well, that would be brilliant. We are not, I think, because technically it's like morning in the UK and in um, EMEA regions. <sighs> but, but, but you're right. Actually, I might. You know what? Now that you've said this, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some some references to Ignite at Night uh, with Seth. Can I expect a check in the mail? Some of that like sweet <laughs> Bethesda cash. I mean, I don't get that Bethesda cash, but certainly so, but, I am. But sending, I should I, is is your point. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying I'm it. Send, You're very I'm brave. Sending you a, I'm sending you a watch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Can I just say super quickly about this? You posted yeah. a picture uh, on Facebook about your makeup from your event last night. And I'm not saying you look bad or good. I'm saying you literally look like a completely different person. Are you talking, <laughs> about, are you talking about the yeah. filter? Are you talking about the filter one? Is that one? a filter? Because I was like, what the well, there, there, there was one that well, there was one that I said, this is not my makeup. Yeah, and that, that. Okay, that was a filter. Okay, I thought it was a filter. And then you're like, no, this is my makeup. I was like, what the hell yeah, is going so, so, on? So, so, so the second photo yeah. was my makeup. The first photo was the filter. Got it. 
Yeah, I literally did not recognize you. So yeah, no, the, I, I I use I used a filter that totally. Someone in uh, on Instagram said that I looked like a drag uh, that like I could win right. a, a sheer drag queen that, contest. But yes. No, but I mean honestly, it, it's accurate and it's it's a great photo. Um, oh my god, I, I'm here for it. I, I wish I wish that like I could actually be made up to look like that, and then I would compete in some of those <laughs> those contests. But. Yeah, no. So I'm going into to do uh, my uh, uh, Seth and Christina shtick. Actually, I think we we kind of want to do a morning show now. Uh, we have really good banter, but I'm so yeah, glad. that's that's what I'm that, that's what I'm doing. And um, for the rest of the week, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I have no idea because I'm I'm in like reverse time zone like mode. So I just I'm just I've got work and stuff I've got to do. You're just going to be getting a little weird, and that's okay. Exactly. It is just going to be getting a little bit weird at ignite at night. Yeah. TM Simone de Rochefort. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just include my name in the subtitle. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Perfect. All, all right. right. You got it. Uh, what am I doing this week? I'm doing a lot of work. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting down a 3000 word script to be like 30% of that. Um, <laughs> so Oof, I'll be luck. just sad for the rest of the week. However, I am about to tomorrow. My final student loan payment will go out. Oh. <gasps> Yes. So as soon as my next paycheck comes, I will order the new iPad Air. Yay! What good for you? What color are you going to do? Blue? I think I'm actually going to go with green. Oh wow! Excellent. Are you going to get the magic keyboard case? I think that I am. I think I'm going to splurge for it. You deserve it, it, girl. You deserve it. Thank you. I'm super excited. I I thought it was going to be on the 21st, and I was, like, checking all day, and then I was like, wait, no. I I scheduled it for the 24th. Whoopsie. Um, So I've had to wait. But I'm very patient. Well, well, ha, well, ha, well, like this is like awesome. Like you have like your your, your thirty re- revolutions around the sun, and like paying off your student loans, and getting an iPad, and three hundred episodes of this podcast. Oh my god, they're all happening at the same time. You're so right. I was just gonna say this is a great month for you, Simone. This is a great month. Thank you so much for putting it in perspective. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Uh, a nice short one for you. Only forty freaking minutes. Christina, where can we find you online? You can find me at film underscore girl on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Instagrams are a good place to see my um, tomfoolery. And uh, you can find the videos that I do at work at youtube.com slash Microsoft developer. And Brianna, what about you? Uh, So real talk, uh, RGB happened this week. It was really devastating. Uh, My pack is doing a lot of work right now to try to stop the Supreme Court nomination from uh, going through. And it is Thank all you. hands on deck, which is why I had four hours of sleep last night. Um, so, uh, you know, if you feel as strongly as I do, um, I would ask you to go to helptherebellion.com. Uh, it is, we do have options to block this. It's not a foregone conclusion, but it's not going to happen without a lot of pressure on people. So we hope we will have your support there. Uh, and that uh, so that's helped the rebellion. And you can follow me at uh, Brianna Wu on Twitter. Thank you very much. And you can follow me on Twitter at Doom Quasar and see my much shorter video when it comes out at youtube.com slash polygon. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you like this show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts because that helps other people find it, too. This episode of Rocket is terminated. 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 Terminated.